0: Thanks for listening to Carcast on Podcast One. Have you ever heard that story that Napoleon used the Egyptian Sphinx for target practice and shot its nose off? Or maybe you've heard that a French astrologer named Nostradamus correctly predicted nearly 500 years of human history. Or maybe someone told you that the legendary blues guitarist Robert Johnson. Sold his soul to the devil at a crossroads in Mississippi. These stories are what I like to call historical myths great little tales that may or may not have any basis in historical fact. On Our Fake History, we explore these historical myths and try to determine what's fact, what's fiction, and what is such a good story, it simply must be told. If you dig stories about death-obsessed emperors, lost civilizations, desperate sieges, voodoo black magic, and famous historical figures you thought you knew, then Our Fake History might just be your new favorite podcast. Still not sure? Then stick around to the end of the episode today to hear a teaser episode of Our Fake History. If you dig it, then subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: All right. What are we talking about in this episode?
2: Oh, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, our friend Jim Farley. Racing is uh, Lola, mm-hmm. uh, Cosworth Power Lola, um, updates on Ford Bronco roof, hardtops tops, and uh, Corvette Z06. And a little uh, horsepower torque quiz. Horsepower torque I think quiz. you guys will find it interesting.
1: Yeah. All right. First, there's Rock Auto. RockAuto.com. Why spend 30 to 50%, even 100% more for the same parts that a chain store or a dealership might have? Why spend so much there? Why not go to RockAuto.com? It's a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. Everything from engine control modules to brakes to motor oil, even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic car or your daily driver, get everything you need in a few clicks delivered direct to your door. Go to rockauto.com, see all the parts available for your car or your truck. Write Corolla in the How Did You Hear About Us? So that is Corolla, C-A-R-O-L-L-A, and the How Did You Hear About Us box. So they know we sent you an amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. Get on a choice, they've on a mandate, get it on, and welcome to CarCast. I'm Man of Matt, the moderator, DeAndrea, over there. Hello, how I'm, are you? I'm well, tired, running around, crazy schedule. Yeah. Early morning. <laughs> yeah.
2: You didn't sign up for this shit. No, I did not. (laughs) I'm
1: supposed to uh, be entering my uh, days of leisure.
2: Uh, What's going on in the car world? Uh, There's a lot going on in the car world. Um, I'm heading out to PRI show. The, mm-hmm. For the first time, it's kind of the more racing-oriented version of the SEMA show. and mm-hmm. I've never been. I hear it's fantastic. I'm excited to go. I'm going to be doing uh, a car cast out there. So, hey, next week, take the week off. I got you covered. <laughs> uh, good.
1: <laughs> I I sent you over a couple of bring-a-trailer results. Yeah. I sent you over a Lamborghini Murcielago, I think, that was like 505,000 bucks. That's a kind of modern day Lambo. I think it's like an O six. Yeah um, did it did it do
2: better than that? Hold it, on, it did
1: five hundred and change. I think it, uh, I think it was five oh five, but I don't know. Maybe it was better than that uh, because I did yeah five
2: fifteen. But you're right; it's I, pretty
1: much true. it did a little better. I uh, also sent you, and maybe I'm thinking about the Power Wagon custom that was 405.
2: 405. So right. the Power Wagon. This has been interesting because, like, uh, like Winslow Bent is a guy uh, that does legacy classic trucks, and he's making these things, these sort of really nice rebuilt, like drivable versions. So now they're, and you know, he's selling for four hundred thousand dollars, and it's amazing how these power wagons are starting to turn into. The next thing, like an Icon Bronco, or even like a Singer Porsche, that you know people are loving these things, and when you start getting in a guy like Winslow who knows the history of all of them and the wacky vehicles over the years, you realize some of the crazy, crazy like rare trucks that that have come up, and he's like, "Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna modify this, and we're gonna turn this into something drivable."
1: Yeah, I I chalk it up. I look at those trucks kind of like the way I look at these steampunk movement I'm like really (laughs) seems like a lot of work for that seems like a lot of work what are you going to do with that you got to leave the house at some point what do you do with the aviator goggles and the top hat and stuff? Like, what? We, at some point, you just want to go to the corner store, right? Yeah, you, don't, you have to put the goggles
2: on. You probably do, but you've committed to that.
1: Now, look, I, I never want to be one of those. You know, I don't want to be my mom. Like, oh, who needs to go 200 miles an hour? Why would you need? You know, why do you need this for? I look, I love it all, but um, you know, maybe I'm just an old fart. But you know, I look at that. Truck and I go. This doesn't look like four hundred grand, but also good and good news for good uh, news for them. Well, good news for Sean, who's at my shop (laughs) with uh, seventy carcasses of um, Suburbans from the seventies that he's whacking up with a torch. You know, (laughs) yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, it's look, it's a cool piece. It just I'm I'm happy and or surprised at the four hundred grand, but it's nice. Because we keep talking about that market, you know, that sort of custom you know, it was always a given. You you spent four hundred grand to make it Mm -hmm. and then it was worth eighty six grand. That Mm -hmm. was that was the market. And it's good for anybody who's wants to go out and do something. You know, there's a there's a justification. You know, if if you are saying and there's also a kind of a family finance, you know, clear it with the old lady uh, equation, too, which is like, you know, if you live in a house and you say, look, you know, we should do a kitchen remod. It's going to cost one hundred and fifty grand. But, you know, I think it's going to add two hundred and fifty grand to the price of the house if we ever sell it you know that 's that 's easy to sign off on mm-hmm. if you go I want to put a lazy river around the pool you know and it 's going to cost seven hundred grand it 's not going to add seven hundred grand to the house <laughs> so it 's no. a tough it 's a tough sell, yeah, but with these cars and you know we 've seen a Porsche version of this you know is a guy who 's working on a you know nine thirty five Apple car uh, tribute replica car. You know, it's, it's, you, you go, geez, do you want to, you want to put 200 grand into this clone car? Yeah, well, right. now you do. You, you know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? Like, oh, you go, okay, well, if you do a good job on your Apple clone car, then there's probably more than 200 grand there for you. And that's,
2: that kind of opens it up. I, and I, I'm looking at this power wagon. It's got a lot of stuff and it looks good and, You know, there's a few things that I don't really care for, but I don't I don't think this thing was anywhere near four hundred to make. You know, so this isn't one of the turnkey ones, you know, that was four hundred grand. They obviously did a lot of work on this thing, but was it four hundred grand? I don't I don't know. I mean, just I'm not sure that it's quite there. The other movement that I'm seeing that it's kinda hit or miss. Most of the time I don't necessarily like it. You've seen this is uh, Chris on Bring a Trailer. There's this Bronco. It's red. It's probably like a '78. It might be like a four door Bronco with a or like a four door pickup truck with a cab over the back to make it look like a Bronco. Yeah, I saw that. So what they did is they said, "Hey, we took this retro looking truck and mm-hmm. we put." A modern day F 150 Raptor underneath it, full like Raptor suspension and everything. Mm-hmm. So you got this classic looking truck with the full Raptor suspension. I mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. But then in the interior, they put like the dash and gauges and touchscreen and seats from the Raptor. I don't like that. I'm like, now you just made it a Raptor and kind of rebodied it. I would have liked to have seen the classic interior styling of it most you know for the most part you know maybe change the seats or the radio or something right you know air conditioning power steering mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. it would have been cool if you would have been like oh this is a you know a 78 bronco or a 78 f150 with full raptor underneath it but look at the interior it's got the classic styling and you know we made a couple small touches but if i got in and it just felt like a brand new raptor i'm not sure about that
1: yeah, I I was looking at this one, too. I don't know what it's sold for, ultimately. Uh,
2: 190,
1: $196,000. It's, um, it's definitely, you know, well, first off, you know, safe spaces and octagons. I told everybody this is where we're heading. You know what I mean? I think the truck market has just oh, yeah. exploded, right? Yeah. I mean, it is just who would have thought, you know, on the eve of 2022 as we're heading into all electric that this crazy truck market would explode? And the answer is I would have thought it because that's what <laughs> happens when you push yeah. people in one direction too hard. It's basically, you know, where did where do these anti-vaxxers where they come from? It's like, well, because you tried to push everyone too hard and that's <laughs> right. where they came from. Right. They came from you essentially was trying to Push them. that's that's yeah. how we roll is i'll say human beings but probably americans you know mm, yeah more yeah. than more than other cultures so i like it i it, I still can't really explain the um lamborghini uh, aventador or gaardo or what the hell mercy say lago i mean it's a cool piece yeah uh, i think those things were a hundred grand all day long a few years ago <laughs> yeah. They're they're modern. That's the other thing that's going on. Like these are modern cars Mm -hmm. that are making it into this, you know, kind of classic car prices. You know, and it's like we talked about this. You know, twelve thousand miles. That's that's plenty for for this uh, Murcielago. That is. I, I'm surprised anyone could put 12,000 miles <laughs> on that car. It's a cool piece. It looks good. It sounds good. You know, it's very and And classic. this thing's
2: had like four owners, right? So this isn't, you know, this thing's got passed around a little bit, mm-hmm. So it, which is fine. It's just now you've got you to gotta make sure you have that paper trail. So when you tell that story, you're like, oh, I'm the fifth owner on this car and it's 12,000 mm-hmm. miles. And, mm-hmm. you know, and they're like, oh, ah, okay. And it's pulling this, this kind of money. So, I mean, good for, good for them. Yeah.
1: All right. Let me hit uh, Mac Weldon here, whether it's uh, the office holiday party or, you know, just lounging around with family and friends. Mac Weldon has all the essentials to keep you stylish and comfortable this season. Their innovative daily wear system has made uh, outfit planning easy with pieces designed to work together for any occasion, saving you time and uh, eh, extra stress during the holiday season. Ace Collection, super soft, high-performance fabric with unmatched style, um, warm knit collection, shirts, vests, pajamas, pants, and uh, more. Um, you can uh, use your body heat to keep you at the perfect temperature. I, l- I love the technology has now made its way into wardrobe. And no one is uh, doing better gift sets this holiday season than Mack Weldon. This stuff's beautiful. I wear it all the time. It's Mack Weldon, right, Matt?
2: Yeah, you know, for 20% off your first order, visit MacWeldon.com slash CarCast and enter promo code CarCast. That's MacWeldon.com slash CarCast, promo code CarCast for 20% off. It's Mac Weldon. Get it right this holiday season. All right. So um – um uh, let's did you see. did mm-hmm. you see this news about uh, Jim Farley and his mm-hmm. co-driver uh, Billy Johnson? I think Billy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I met Billy. He's really really nice. Um, obviously very fast. They competed in the classic twelve hours of Sebring, mm-hmm. and uh, they ran Jim's car. Jim mm-hmm. Farley has a Lola T two ninety eight, and they they won they they won their class. I guess I don't know if it was overall. I don't know how it works over there, but. Uh, but uh, Farley hitting the track again, running that car. Love I mean, that just, guy. Yeah, I'd it, like to see that. that yeah, car. we'll see the car. Bring up a photo of that. Lola. I, I sent a photo. There were some social media photos that they weren't the best quality, but I think it's green. I don't know the full specs on the on the Lola, but Chris can. Look it up. Well, um,
3: probably single
1: center cedar. Yeah. Kind of Chivron 78 Cosworth engine. Looking.
3: Yeah, so uh, we'll put up the pictures in a sec. So he raced it in Road Atlanta Grand Prix, and they they called it uh, Lola T298 Prototype, one powered by a 2.0 liter Ford Cosworth engine. Rather than using the BDA engine reported, it's likely... He used the more powerful BDG, and naturally aspirated four-banger, making 275 horsepower. Mm. Weighs a uh, featherweight 1,345 pounds with a power-to-weight ratio of around 350 horsepower per ton.
1: Nice. Yeah, it's a nice, it's a nice piece. It's a quick car. God bless him. Yeah, see, that's a cool car. Yeah.
2: The mirrors are so goofy. Yeah, like you got to do the mirrors, and then they got to hang up on like a toothpick, Mm -hmm. and then you got to tie a string so it doesn't fly off the toothpick. Right? Right. It's like on a little. It's it's a kind of a weird setup, but uh, yeah, that's a cool that's a cool car. I bet it sounds crazy.
1: Yeah, no livery on it as far as I can uh, as far as I can tell. So they went full twelve hours, huh?
2: Yeah, yeah. Guess so. Guess they ran.
1: Uh, God bless and them. Want so and won it. And
2: won it. That's a nice day.
1: We love uh, Jim Farley, man. <laughs> uh, speaking of Fords, uh no Bronco's up to something. You know,
2: the Ford Bronco has been uh, plagued with a lot of delays. Like a lot of the car companies, it was the chip issue. Uh, but the Broncos that were be del- being delivered with the hardtop... They, they found a bit of an issue with it leaking water under heavy rains or like, you know, you're washing it or something. So they got on it right away and uh, worked on the fix for it. And now they're happy to say all of the Broncos that have been sitting in their parking lot at uh, Ford that were built and needed hardtops now have new hardtops. They're going to start delivering those. I'm starting to see them on the road. I'm not seeing a Bronco every day. I'm seeing two Broncos a week.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, right. it, it
2: just around town, the full size yeah, yeah. new Bronco. Mm-hmm. I'm seeing a couple four doors, <clears throat> um, the occasional two door. There's more four doors out there. I've seen this cool kind of gray, like this putty gray. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did see it with with the soft top. I didn't see it with the hard top yet, so there's definitely been delays there. Uh, but it, it it you know, people are loving it and they're they're raving about it and having some fun. It's just kind of just the right mix of utility and retro style and something kind of new. You know, the Bronco has the 2.7-liter, 330-horsepower EcoBoost V6 in it. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's got some power to it. Um, but they're, they're already working on a Raptor version, a Bronco Raptor. -hmm. And there was a video that came out. Uh, Bronco Nation on YouTube put out the video, and it just looks like a really nice, you know, like two three minute video of this thing just driving in the dirt and kind of doing donuts. It still kind of had like the camouflage wrap on it, but not Mm -hmm. too much. Mm -hmm. Uh, And you know, the Raptor lineup has done uh, so well. The F one fifty has done so well for uh, for Ford. Uh this thing looks pretty cool. It looks like it's gonna have the off-road capability. So we have three thirty horsepower engine now. There's a four hundred horsepower three liter V six in the Ford Explorer ST. Twenty and that, turbo. Yeah. And that would be perfect for this, right? Like mm-hmm. the base having the three thirty. Mm-hmm. If you can get it, there's a smaller engine too, you can get with a manual transmission, but the three thirty horsepower, two point seven liter, if you could put the three liter in with the four hundred horsepower an engine that's already out there. Then you got this nice lineup of 330 horsepower Bronco, 400 horsepower Bronco, and then F 150. And then you have F 150 Raptor with 450 horsepower. Mm-hmm. And then Raptor R, which comes out in a year or so with like 780 horsepower. Right. So you, now you've got this gamut of fun off road stuff. And that's before you even touch like Ranger or, or, Yeah,
1: I imagine if you have a three liter twin turbo that's putting out 400 horsepower, you could flash that thing up. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's whenever you have. The turbos, you have the ability to ring out more horsepower pretty easily, right? I think
2: for sure there's a, there's an easy 450 horsepower in there with a, with a tune and probably a nice Canon filter. Granted, probably on 93 octane, maybe you're about 435 on the 91 stuff we got out here.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> you know? the, uh, yeah for sure it's easy to do. Nissan unveiled uh, the GT 500. The the Nissan Z GT 500 So there's the GT racing class. I think in, in Japan, it's the GT class. And mm-hmm. they the GTR, the street mm-hmm. car, th- that car isn't quite done yet. We've still got another, I think, year, maybe two.
1: Before they bring back the GTR.
2: Um, well, the GTR hasn't ended yet. We still have oh, nice the so. GTR. But for next year, this coming season, they're not going to race it. They've already mm-hmm. swapped that out. Mm. For the new Z, but this is the photo you're looking at. This is the new Z GT500. It's a GT500 spec. It will race against Acura NSX and Toyota Supra. Mm -hmm. But in racing trim, the spec engines for these cars is a two-liter four-cylinder turbo that makes about 600, 650 horsepower.
1: Huh, I'm surprised they have a four-cylinder. Yeah, they
2: got a four-cylinder. It's just the spec that they run in. I think it's... They uh, must... That
1: must be a rules yeah, situation, Yeah, that's a right? rules situation, yes. So they can't run a turbo with three liters or whatever it is. I mean, there's some rules, some well, weight, some things.
2: Interesting, because the streetcar comes with, what, it's a three-liter, 400-horsepower twin-turbo V6. mm mm-hmm. uh, But in race trim, yeah, a two-liter, four-cylinder, single-turbo. Hmm. Paddle shifted six speed is the spec six fifty horsepower. Wow, that
1: looks like a fun car to drive.
2: But this is going to be a, a big influence over the aftermarket, right? When mm-hmm. you see, you know, the wide body and, and the wings and stuff, everything that it's SEMA next year for the for the Z. This is going to put a lot of influence on that thing. It's kind of a cool looking very aggressive looking. Right? Yeah, yeah, you should get in one of those. You should reach out to Nissan and say, hey, I'd be down to driving one of these bad boys <laughs> because uh, that thing looks
1: fun as shit. <laughs> well, they got to put uh, what's-her-nose Captain America or whatever her uh, Yeah, name
2: is yeah, um, um, uh, Brie, Brie Larson. Larson.
1: Yeah, she's got to drive it first. So she's got
2: to drive it first. But she's going to drive in their Super Bowl commercial.
1: Oh, uh, she is. Yeah. Ugh. I hate her. <laughs> Do you? <laughs> she's she's you know, she does a lot of that uh, Mark Ruffalo shit. Oh know, yeah, talk yeah. About Inequality and yeah, all yeah, Virtue signaling and all that, all that. She she's all up in that. She's all woke. Okay. I like it when the blonde hotties are all all woke up. <laughs> Ugh, shut up, you fucking idiots. <laughs> it's too much. Yeah. Uh, I just remember she's. You know, whining about the, the police or whatever the mm-hmm. fucking mm-hmm. you know, whatever those idiots are. <laughs> They're just wrong about everything. She, she's that?
3: she's really into the gender equality. She, oh, yeah, she speak to reporters that. Oh, but, she, but, she that but, but she's the she pay parity, right? She she's like the she's that. She won't speak to.
1: Yeah she she needs like an equal number of female and male reporters.
3: Yeah, she said yeah, she she hated the uh lack of diversity among film reporters and called for better representation of minority voices in film criticism.
1: Yeah, it, okay. Okay, fine. here's the here's the thing. <laughs> um some people just do certain things or attract certain things like uh I'm a white guy. I travel through, through LAX. They're about 90% black TSA. I'd like a little more. I'd like to be represented in that group you know what i mean so i could have a higher comfort level because yeah. you know i first the first thing is is uh has anyone really thought about the notion of the racist notion of i need to feel comfortable so i need people like me yeah like i need the fire department to feel to look like me so i can feel comfortable <laughs>
0: <laughs> like what
1: well I, like, it, that's a weird it's just a weird notion anyway fuck her Put me
2: in that car. Put you in the car. That's it. That's <laughs> move, what I'm move saying. Into, move into that car. And get into that racing series. I think you got to go to Japan to race it too. All which, right. Which adds to the fun factor.
1: So so be it. Whatever you
2: right. got to do, you go. You go to Japan.
1: I would love. Look, it's got paddle shifts. I'm in. I'd love to go to paddle Japan shifting. Too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm in. I would. I would love to do that. All right. Let me tell you about Rock Auto. Rockauto.com. Why spend thirty to fifty percent, even a hundred percent more for the same parts that a chain store or dealership might have? Why spend so much there? Why not go to rockauto.com? It's a family business serving auto parts customers online for twenty years. Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers, everything from engine control modules to brakes to motor oil, even new carpet, whether it's for your classic car or your daily driver. Get everything you need in a few clicks delivered direct to your door. Go to rockauto.com, see all the parts available for your car or your truck, write Corolla in the how did you hear about us so that is Corolla C A R O L L A and the how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you an amazing selection reliably low prices all the parts your car will ever need rockauto.com okay so uh, what else are we looking at here
2: you know we're starting to get some we're starting to get some uh, some information in that new Corvette Z06 you know i saw it at sema saw it at la auto show It looks insane, the sound of that... You know, 5.5 liter flat plane crank V8. They had a cutaway version at the LA Auto Show, you know, Mm. which I always love those things. And you're like, Oh, this is a cool idea. Do the cutaway. And you realize that's a $150,000 engine now because the cutaway is really expensive to make it. Mm -hmm. The company that does it is it a four cam engine? It is. Yeah. It's a four cam engine, flat plane crank. Everything's aluminum. Uh, yeah. Just winds out. And it's this cool, like dual throttle body inlets. And then the, the intake, the sides, the left and right banks of the intake manifold connect itself with like three more valves that look like throttle bodies in between. So a lot going on in there that contributes to the sound and the power of this What thing.
1: degree V8 is it? Uh, or is it like just standard? Does it look pretty traditional? It, or does it look uh, a little flatter? Or
2: It, it looks – Pretty traditional. Okay. Yeah, it looks pretty traditional.
1: I didn't want to throw you a curveball, but I mean, yeah. it looks normal.
2: Yeah, and we keep getting into like, let's define what a flat plane crank V8 is. And it's, uh, it, it definitely changes the firing order. And I think it's shooting two cylinders at, at once, mm-hmm. if I got that correct, mm-hmm. right? Instead of, you know, real fast, you know, one through eight in whatever order, I think it – Kind of gets too close to each other or at the same time I could be wrong on that again I, I gotta go back and uh, and and make sure I, I get it right when I do explain it but the numbers are coming in that are saying hey the base price of this could be around ninety thousand bucks yeah and uh, you know I'm sure the carbon track pack or whatever is 18 or 20 grand but I mean it's cool looking. It's got a lot of like Ferrari, and McLaren. Uh, certainly, competition wise, sub three second. I don't know, two point something zero to sixty, mm-hmm. and that sound. Mm-hmm. I mean, you you'd hear that thing from a mile away and go, "Oh, that sounds like a Ferrari," and then you realize it's it's the new Corvette for a yeah. hundred grand. I mean, for under hundred grand. I mean, I'm yeah. sure it's gonna. They're all gonna be a hundred to one hundred twenty grand depending on options, but it's nice. I uh, mean, uh, good. Yeah, Here we that are. thing's going to be.
1: That thing's going to be. Did you say that thing tax up to ninety? I, was, or, six I think, or
2: something. I think it was nine thousand.
1: Yeah, that's a lot of car for that that price, which you know sounds expensive, but it's it's a it's a lot of it's a lot of car for that money, and finally doing what I mean. You know, I just think America always kind of was heading a little bit in the wrong direction in in that i mean traditionally you know i don't know who sh- who to blame carol shelby i don't know who but it's like low end grunt and torque that's basically the domain of school buses and semi trucks <laughs> and things of that nature right yeah the the rung out high winding, tack it up. I mean that's essentially a sports car. Like if you just go, what's the difference between a school bus and a sports car? It's like, well, the school bus got a lot of torque and a lot of low end. It doesn't wind up, um, but the sports car's got the rung out high revving, you know, fire breathing whatever. Yeah, and. America is always, you know, between the Corvette and the Mustangs and, you know, Camaros and Pontiac GTO and stuff. And, and not to mention all the Mopar stuff. They're always like, let's put the huge low end lump in this car. And, you know, I get it. They're a little more quarter mile oriented and stuff like that. But it, it always kind of flew in the face of what I would think of as a sports car, you know? Like you know, like I always said, like the first gen Ford or second gen Ford GT, you know, five, oh six, whatever, you know, just sort of the supercharger with the low end and you know, you know, uh, six point three line or whatever. It's just right. It, it it's kind of flew 80, in the face like yeah. of uh, that's eighty six hundred. Yeah, it just sort of flew in the face of like the ethos of sports cars, you know. And and people go, hey, that car kicks ass, or the zero to sixty time is good, and and all that. And I I wouldn't argue with you, but I'm saying for me, ringing it out, Mm -hmm. you know, that's kind of the fun of that kind of spirited driving, you know, and and it's also like, you know, you think about why it's so fun to race around in one of those 510 race cars, Mm -hmm. Uh, there's no such thing as not ringing it out. It just that the engine right. It doesn't
2: really go anywhere unless you're you know you're halfway through the the RPM. Well,
1: it is. If, if I I would reckon if you went out there with the B sedan guys and the 2.5 Trans Am guys and those guys with all the five tens and the, their their Alfa Romeos and and all that all that stuff. If you shifted that car, it if you just went. I'm gonna I'm gonna put the rev limiter down to sixty five hundred. Mm-hmm. You just fall off the pace. Yeah. You yeah. just completely fall off the pace. It's gotta be seventy seven hundred, otherwise you can't do right. it. Right. And then then it makes for really exciting, you know, engaged spirited driving, because it's all about finding that gear. Mm-hmm. You, you know what I mean? You can't you come around the Hairpin at the end, and you start down the straightaway Laguna Seca, and you've just dropped it into third gear as you come around that corner, you'd just be dragging your ass all the way down that straightaway. Like, so to me, that is sports cars, you know, that's what I like. And I've never really been that attracted to the American stuff because they were like big lump, low end, big grunt, you know, more, you know, more. I would reckon that for a long time. A lot of those cars had more torque than horsepower because of the displacement of the engine, but not the you know, then the architecture of the engine wasn't to wind yeah. it up, but whatever. So now here here we go. Well that's kinda it's so, kinda on. I mean Mustang's kinda, you know, doing that. Yeah. You know, uh vets, you know, like it took a while. It's so what I've been talking. It's what I've wanted for like forty years, and they're finally <laughs> going. This is sports cars, and now they have a world class sports car.
2: Yeah, because I was they I was thinking did about what it. I wanted. I, I mean, just uh, I mean, talking about the Corvette, like a, a world class sports car that you can buy, and but the racing car, like Jim Farley's Lola, that little Cosworth engine. I mean, to make the power he needs to make of that thing, it's got to be a lot of RPM.
1: I think those things are. I think it's probably about nine grand. I was going to say it's probably plus
2: upwards of nine grand on that. thing yes. to be able to make what it's making, right? So
1: and and it also you have to drive it a certain way. It's not that forgiving. That just doesn't have any low end for you. You know what I mean? Yeah. So if you're not in the right gear, you're 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 hurting. Right. You know, so get
2: in those quarters coming in hot.
1: That's right. <laughs> there's
2: no way to get out. <laughs> you yep. got
1: to you got to drive them that yep. way you know so that's exciting to me and and it's good that uh i mean it's kind of interesting i wonder Chris, uh, we will will put it put it out there let's say like a 84 vet yeah or a mustang 5.0 yeah from back in the day do you think they had more torque than horsepower
2: uh, that's a good question. Um, I, I don't think they did, but to your point, like the American iron racing series, which is a lot of like Mustangs and Camaros from the eighties and nineties, they, because they were limited, that series was interesting because of, they're trying to keep it fairly affordable with, you know, iron block V eight, something you can get for a couple hundred bucks they limited horsepower in some of those classes but not torque so they would build up the biggest engine they can make right the biggest horsepower and torque engine that they can make and then plug up start to plug up the intake like plug up like throttle body and that really cuts down the horsepower but the torque still really starts to to stay up there and that whole series is kind of like that whole strategy of Restricting the intake, but with a big displacement engine, makes for a different type of racing class because you got all this power to dig out of the corners, but you really don't have a lot of top end, you know, Mm -hmm. you know, a lot of RPM for that top end. So it kind of flipped the script. But, but as you know, like as you started to get into the high RPM engines, Mm -hmm. that gets costly. Things mm-hmm. start to break at that at that RPM. Mm-hmm. So how do you make an affordable racing series? You go, oh, you go big torque, low RPM. But I want to say the five O Mustangs. I mean, I think they were like fifty two hundred, fifty five hundred 5, RPM. Was that eighty
1: four too the five O's? When did they start?
2: Yeah, so it was like uh, yeah in in the eighties they had it as well. That was the four eyed car, and then eighty seven, eighty eight mm-hmm. was the the other car. But you know. the Five liter iron block, iron heads, two twenty five horsepower. Uh, I, I I'd be surprised if it was two hundred pound feet of torque. Do you? Um, hey, Chris, uh, I have some
1: answers. Um, that RPM number's right on the vet, huh? That's a uh, peak peak horsepower there that's
3: what that's what i'm seeing wow. at, at two different
1: sources yeah. scary uh so what do you want to do what year do you want to do the mustang want to do an 84 and an 84 vent 84 mustang yeah
2: sure okay
1: '84. i have some numbers okay first i'll tell you about uh, trico over a century ago trico was the first to make wiper blades they've been a step ahead of mother nature ever since trico engineers study your specific driving conditions to make sure you're ready for anything even if it rains actual cats and dogs although uh, i don't know phil hits that windshield we got, <laughs> i
2: got a little crack in my windshield i could be from that already we
1: got we got, <laughs> we got we got issues people uh whatever the weather trico wipers maintain maximum windshield contact no matter what your driving habits you're always going to find the right wiper blade for your vehicle uh trico by the way they been the future of wipers since 1917 1917 so you want to find a store near you and uh, find out all the uh, latest offers over there at Trico you just visit TricoCatsAndDogs.com that is TricoCatsAndDogs.com all right uh, this is why I'm a genius and um, and Matt yeah. I'm a little surprised I'm a little surprised at you. Yeah, little, I, I, well, I, so I don't often, I don't throw around the word disappointed that often, <laughs> but I, I'm I'm dusting it off for this.
2: Well, now you're kind of giving it away. I was going to the say eight, 84. It was a little lower horsepower, so it was probably oh, look at him. 200 horsepower. At him and up. I actually was going to say 200 horsepower and 278 pound feet of torque. Well, but, you
1: already gave your answer, and it okay. was uh, you said my my h- hypothesis is that these cars always had i mean for a long time yeah. uh 84 vet 205 horsepower mm-hmm. at 4300 rpm yeah i, I we we could we couldn't crack it couldn't start with a five <laughs> no 4300 I, I was surprised it was that low um 205 at 4300 290 foot-pounds of torque. 290? So, uh, at, at, at 2,800. So yeah. I am my assertion yeah. is dead nuts on. You guys were making a sports car with a lot more torque lot more than torque. horsepower. And then uh, you go to the 84 Mustang 5-liter, um, 5.0, 175 in the horsepower range. At a robust 4,000 RPM. You gotta grab that gear, man. That comes up fast. <laughs> coming up fast. <laughs> it's coming up fast. It's coming up fast because it's halfway <laughs> on a, where you would normally shift the yeah, sports right? car. That's why it's yeah. coming up fast. Torque 245 at, uh, 2400. Yeah. Now, so here's for, for me, a guy likes to like, you know, has a little philosophical bent on things. You know, my thing is kind of, on a corvette or a mustang you know when did the horsepower pass the torque mm-hmm. because now it's a sports car you know you take you you look you look at a yeah ferrari you know daytona from the back in the day you know the thing probably had 320 horsepower and 178 were the torque or or something something like that you know what i'm saying you take a look at a whatever the, whatever the equivalent would have been from Europe. And you'd see a much lower uh, torque rating and a much higher RPM. So here's the question, Maxapata. And here's a time to redeem yourself, Matt. Yeah. When did, when did Corvette spit out a year? When did Corvette beat its torque with its horsepower?
2: When did Corvette, specialty specialty editions aside, so like a ninety ZR one wouldn't right. do it because I think that's probably what mm-hmm. what did it. Mm-hmm. Um, I wish I was more of a Corvette guy, but right, probably can. not until the C five Corvette.
1: What year was that, sir?
2: C five was. Uh, well, you want really. to just hop
1: ahead to a two thousand Corvette yeah. and see All right. see I, what happened, and do a two thousand you know Mustang as well, and we'll see what happened, but it's, it's, I don't know if they passed it at 2000.
2: Yeah. I don't know. I was, I was funny. I was just looking at my car outside, uh, the Mustang Mach one and now we're at 480 horsepower and 420 pound feet of torque. Right. Right. I mean, now both the numbers are way up. They're double what Mm -hmm. they more than double what they were back then. But what year did they start
1: the C5, uh, Max Pata, if you can uh, tell us that, the uh, the C five had three hundred and forty five horsepower at fifty six hundred RPM, but three fifty foot pounds of torque. It's getting close, forty four. But
2: I bet they added a little RPM because I because the torque doesn't sustain. Right, right. Mm-hmm. That flattens out, but
3: the RP, but the horsepower can go up with RPM. Uh, the C five was from ninety seven to O4. Still haven't passed it. So that's that. If
1: anyone yeah. wants to know why, sort of, uh, what's my beef with American cars? It's like yeah. that's that's kind of
2: it. I, I, so C five doesn't get it done, but then C six does get it done, right? Because now they got to add a little more RPM,
0: mm-hmm. right?
2: You got to mm-hmm. right, and and part of the reason for the a little more RPM is I, I'm guessing is so you can you know add more gears.
1: <laughs> well, the the two thousand Mustang Cobra. But that is still kind of a special edition.
2: The two thousand Mustang Cobra, I think, had a four, that had a four valve engine in it.
1: Uh, so that's a specialty item. Yeah, the Cobra. Just I just need the straight Mustang V eight. But uh, three twenty horsepower, three seventeen torque.
2: Because of the four valve and the RPM.
1: Probably yeah, It's six thousand.
2: Yeah, because now that you've added that extra RPM, you can the horsepower can keep going and the the torque is staying a little flat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm guessing the C7 Corvette started to do it again, just not the specialty ones, but it's probably I mean, what was the first year 2005? Mhm. Uh, maybe that that started to to do it. But the C6 went
1: to 638 horsepower and 604 in the torque. So now now we're, now we're moving. And I'm guessing what is that flat planer? I mean, I know uh I know the high end is what are you into the 5s in the horsepower the 480 or something like that for which the flat
2: plane vet, uh crank the flat plane crank Corvette is 8600 rpm and like 670 horsepower must
1: be down on the torque it
2: must be down on the torque yeah uh, what's the new Corvette Z06 torque or the you know new Corvette Z- I'll uh, uh, I'll have Chris Z06 uh, yeah look Z06 it up. um Engine specs, but yeah, big, well, first when they announced it, they got way more horsepower than what everybody thought, but they said 8,600 RPM, like, well, there you go, right? right? That's where where you're getting it, but also, that's what makes that sound good. All right, everyone, mm-hmm. 670 in the horsepower
1: and 460 in the torque, which means it's got, again, Yeah. not so long ago, these things had more horsepower or <laughs> yeah. more torque than horsepower. Now it's more than 200, you know, uh, it beats it by more than 200 horsepower. All right, but they've had
2: more than double the RPM. Would you say 4,000 RPM on the Corvette or something like that? And then it's 8,600 on this. Double the RPM now. Yep. Which mm-hmm. is fantastic. Yep. All right, guys. Whether you own your home or rent your home, I bet it could be a lot of hard work. But you know it's easy? It's bundling your policies with Geico. GEICO makes it easy to bundle your homeowner's or renter's insurance along with your auto policy. We know that's a good thing because you already have so much to do around your home already. Just go to GEICO.com, get a quote, and see how much you could save. It's GEICO easy. Visit GEICO.com today.
1: All right. You can uh, come down to the Bray Improv this Wednesday and see me and T.J. Miller taping uh, shows for the Daily Special up there. Uh, the warburton show is probably sold out, but uh, the t j Miller has some tickets uh, left so we 're going to be part of it we 're going to be taping it for the Daily wire doing uh, stand up specials over there portland coming up helium comedy club december twenty second twenty third we 're doing live shows there live podcast there and also uh, we 're doing live uh, stand up there and you can you can check out the whole truth Yeller series at uh, the dailywire dot com slash adam sign up for your membership there and our chassis channel, 687 on Pluto TV. All the Shelby, uppity, 24-hour war, Nicky Lauda story. It's all there. It's all free. What do you got, man?
2: I was going to say on that show, uh, going racing. There should be a new season of going racing with Adam Krola on Pluto. So check that out. I'm oh, not yeah. exactly sure what's all in that season yet, but I know we filmed a bunch of stuff. So... That'll be good. And uh, as I said, uh, PRI, uh, Friday if you're at PRI, as you're listening to this, Friday, 10 a.m., PRI on the main stage.
1: So until next time, Sam Carolla for Matt, the Motorator, DeAndrea saying keep the air in the spare and the bag in the wheel.
0: For the latest updates and call-in times, follow the show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at CarCastShow. If you'd like to write in, fill out the form on CarCastShow.com. And don't forget to give us a nice rating on iTunes. CarCast is a Corolla Digital production and is produced by Chris Loxamana. For more information, visit CarCastShow.com.
1: Hey, Geico, do you own? Do you rent? Well, you do one or the other, right? You know, it's hard work out there. Owning, renting. You want to save some money? How about you bundle? Bundle your policies at GEICO. GEICO makes it easy to bundle the homeowners or renters insurance along with your auto policy. It's a good thing, too, because you got so much to do already. Go to GEICO.com. Get a quote. See just how much you could save at GEICO. That is GEICO.com today. That's GEICO.com.